I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The rhythm just sways, and like a sorceress, I slays foes and rivals who want to come this way. They better pay attention or pension, not to mention suspension from the microphone plus detention. Trey AOs will de- vacate those if there's drama with my henchmen. So lamp to my man Mussolini. Go get your whole staff, call the calf, cause half of the half couldn't creamy. The lyrics make your head knock, Malik B and Black Thought, the dreadlock. Hey, welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen it is uh monday uh nba playoffs going on right now so this show will probably be five to ten minutes and uh we'll get you right out of here i don't know spurs probably up 20 now so probably already boring <laughs> them niggas hey, know how to make a game boring they extra boring um but uh yeah we're um we're live right now on spreecast so uh thanks to everybody that came through the chat and uh hang out uh, plenty of stuff to get to today, so um, just make sure you guys go to theblackoutist.com, vote in the polls, leave comments. You want to nominate segments of the show for a tippies, just go to the site, search tippies. It'll come up with the nominations for this year. You can just put something right on in there. We appreciate everybody that does that. Make sure you leave a minute mark, so if you want to do funniest moment, best argument, something like that, uh, you can do that right away. <clears throat> uh, make sure you vote in the polls. Make sure you leave comments, uh, sign up to become a premium member. Uh, you know, um, we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that. That's basically how we make our living at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, thanks to everybody that, that does that. Cause yes, thank you. Huge. Um, you can also do things like, uh, go to the about section to see how to contact the show, the black guy tips at Gmail, uh, the phone number seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Um, and things of that nature. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's show is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweakedaudio.com for all of your luxurious earbud needs, guys. If you have headphones that are shortened out, somebody right now is probably listening on a headset. It's going in and out. We can't tell. Left, y'all know we we're going from left ear to right ear. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That ain't me. That's your headphones. Right. Somebody got that Sylvia demo right now. And they can only hear every other word. Cause yes. Quiet. In views. Aiden. It's like, I know I'm the greatest. And uh, that, that's your headphones. It's very annoying. Yeah. You couldn't tell if I just did that by accident or if that's your headphones cutting out. Get you some new headphones. Go to tweakedaudio.com. And don't just, uh, you know, pay for them straight up. Get you a discount. You can with us. Tell them that you know us by putting in the code TBGWT at the checkout. When you do, you'll get 33% off. That's a third off of the headphone price. So make sure you get something expensive. Uh, treat yourself. Uh, the other reason you want to treat yourself is because they come with a lifetime guarantee. So in addition to getting this 33% off, if the shit ever breaks, you just get a new pair. Yes. Now, I have had headphones before. They've broken. And I've had to go buy some more. Now, I mean, I don't want to tell these guys how to run their business, but if you return this three times, you basically got some free headphones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got 33% off each time. That is uh, their guarantee, lifetime guarantee, man. So make sure you guys cash that in when you can. Um, you also get free shipping. So you're just getting 33% off headphones and then free shipping. You're welcome. Uh, take advantage of this deal. Like I said, don't 
Uh, you don't have to live in a world with shitty headphones anymore. No. They have no. the kind that go with your phone. Uh, welcome, so. welcome to the land of non-shortage. Welcome to the land of hearing us completely. Welcome to the land of not your headphones shorting out and you thinking, you know, everything's okay. It's not okay. You want to be crystal clear in both sides of your head. And most of the time, um, like in a lot of states, they tell, they ban driving with your phone. Yeah, they um, do. But if you just had these headphones in, you can answer the phone discreetly. You know, it just looks like you got a headphone in, just just driving your car, hands free. Um, you can use that hand and masturbate on the train to look at the person next to you and say, "Why didn't you tell me earlier that I was I was standing here?" Don't don't um, do that. Don't do that. All right. Well, I guess Karen says don't. But I'm saying no one can tell you what to do. That once you have the headphones, it's up to you. Okay, you're your own person. All right. Don't, don't ever let anybody uh play you like that. Right, you gonna get y'all arrested with them headphones. Um, all right. Let's talk about current events, Karen. Okay. First things first, our long national nightmare is over, everybody. It is. Authorities have found Casey Kasem. They did? Was he dead? He was in Washington State. Okay. Alive and well. Oh. The Ellen Radio host Casey Kasem was on vacation and not in danger. When they found him in Washington State this week, a Los Angeles judge on Monday expressed concerns about his whereabouts and safety amid a dispute between his wife and children from another marriage. Yeah. But the sheriff's office in Kitsap County, west of Seattle, tracked him down the next day. He was at a home where he and his wife, Jean, had been staying with longtime friends. Deputy Scott Wilson said, we know he has an affliction, but he was alert, upright, dressed, groomed and cognizant of what was going on. We see a lot of at risk adults and children. This wasn't anywhere close to being suspicious. Casey, 82, gained fame with his radio music countdown, America's Top 40 and Casey's Top 40, and he was the voice of Shaggy in the cartoon Scooby-Doo. Oh. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that, did you? Mm-hmm. His children rejoiced, rejoiced after days of uncertainty. We are grateful uh, to the local authorities for finding my dad, Casey's daughter, Carrie Casey, wrote in a statement, we are one step closer to bringing him home. Yeah, I, yeah. A lot of people don't know that uh, Casey Kasem um, was was a um, uh, a voice actor, um, and he did. Uh, I think he did more than Scooby Doo. Too. I think he did. Um, Probably the other uh, some other people too. I, I think it was more than just Shaggy, but um, yeah, he did a lot of stuff um, that people you know don't know because it's just you know he's just a dude that. Um, Everybody knows from the top 40. You know, I think I got some uh, audio of him doing his voice work um, here. Uh, let me see if I can play. The, the countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. What the hell's going on here? Oh, geez, well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Geez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. What is this fucking ponderous, man? Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. 
Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that, that's up tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. So yeah, that's his work. Uh, <clears throat> Shaggy on Scooby Doo. Um, I ain't know Shaggy would be cussing Scooby Doo out. Well, you know, well, a lot of yellow extensive repertoire of stuff he could do. Um, so the daughter is glad that they're, they found her dad and everything. I think what really happened is that, um, it's money dispute right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody's want to see, everyone wants to inherit the estate. He's got a new hot young wife compared to, you know, his age. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I, it seems like, uh, you know, the, the children from the old marriage are more worried about who the money's going to go to and, if she's just gonna go dig him, waiting for him to die, and, mm-hmm. and put basically leave the kids nothing. But meanwhile, I mean, you would think the statute of limitations is passed on her being a gold digger. I mean, they've been married for thirty-four years. God I mean, as far head. as I'm concerned, if the gold has been dug, it's you have earned that that shit. Thirty-some years, yeah. You know, like how can you still be looking at her like, oh, you trying to steal my daddy? Like, nigga, y'all y'all gone. Like she. Yeah. Like she earned it. 34 years, yeah, she, she she deserves some of that money. Put it like this. If she was gold digging, God damn it, she dedicated to the calls. Yeah, apparently uh, she's blocked some of the children from seeing him in the last few months. So who knows exactly what's going on, man. Maybe she's scared they're going to try to get him to change his will or something. Or It's just it's sad what money does to people's families and shit, man. Um but uh yeah moving on there's uh still more news going uh going around today so okay. uh gotta get into that that's some breaking news looks like we have more breaking news breaking news beyonce and solange in solange gate day nine <laughs> god damn day nine day nine as our national nightmare continues, what what is this gonna be like? The uh, like that, like that airplane. We it ain't never gonna end. We ain't never gonna find it. As long as there's news, it is our duty to report it to the people. Karen, okay. <laughs> we we take this task seriously. We sure do. This is our Benghazi. We will not let it go. We will not rest Mm-mm. until someone asks President Obama at every press conference what's going on with Jay Z, yes, Solange, and Beyonce. Uh, apparently the breaking news is Beyonce and Solange had lunch together, Karen, and Jay-Z was there. What? No punches were thrown, at least that could be recorded. <laughs> it looks like a bodyguard was there. Beyonce and Solange's reunion in New Orleans really was a family affair. TMZ has learned Jay-Z also joined in on the fun. Bay, Solo, and Hova all hit up a New Orleans hotspot, Cafe Amelie, for, uh, man, whatever happened to her? 
a million. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <clears throat> cafe. She's probably working like cash register at Target. That's probably her cafe. Uh, for more than two hours Saturday, according to multiple sources, the fam came with a massive security detail and three black SUVs waiting nearby. We're told a team of bodyguards waited outside to make sure no one could get a clear shot of the threesome hanging out. The person who snapped this pic says when it came time to leave, Jay and Beyonce darted in separate directions to the car, forcing the photog to choose one. The queen won. Beyonce later posted a family picture from the lunch. Jay-Z, Solange, and all. So they were all together. Now, I did notice Jay is the furthest from Solange. But he's right up on Beyonce. I'll put the picture in the chat. I know people need yeah, to see this. That's his wife. This is uh this is great. This is breaking news here. We're breaking here on the, the blackout tips, tips and I yeah, know we gotta let y'all know what's happening. Yeah, people need to see what's going on exactly with uh the uh uh what I what I've heard now is a number one black couple from my understanding. So um they were all and I guess that's their mom in the middle. Miss Mrs. uh the old old Oh Beyonce, Miss Miss Old Nose. I don't know Mrs. Nose. I don't know who that lady is in the middle, but um, that's probably her mama, man. Cause she looking good, and also um, her mama probably was like, "Y'all got to cut this shit out." God, you know, you know. Sometimes that Tina knows. You gotta get them parents together and be like, uh, hit them in front of me then, and then she was like, "All right," like y'all looking like a goddamn fool. <laughs> Walk around here, my baby. Blue Ivy and shit looking, gonna be growing up seeing this. What's wrong with you? I know. So they cool now. So everybody can relax for now. Uh, National Nightmare, Solange Gate, day nine. It looks like it's nearing the end. Um, and we hope that, uh, a resolution will be reached soon and that we can move on. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, in more Jay Z and Beyonce news. Breaking news, Jay-Z and Beyonce are never coming out with that movie, but that has not stopped their fans from launching a petition Monday on Change.org to support a feature-length version of Run. I would see that shit. Now, see, this is what's weird to me. I hope they never come out with it. Oh, they won't. Because there's no fucking way it'll be good. Oh, no, it will not be good. I would only watch it to mock it, and Mm -hmm. I don't know that the internet... Or my mentions can handle you, what what would come down you be, from the market. You'd be having that bajacy after you. Exactly. I don't want to deal with that. That's too much <laughs> Too much fear. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll kick our dough in and take you away. Mm-hmm. Because uh, th- here's the thing. Jay-Z and Beyonce can't act. Mm-mm. And then they're going to, the trailer guy is full of people that can actually act. I don't need to see Don Cheeto and Jay-Z having to act off it's gonna be bad it's gonna be real bad you know i don't want to see blake lively talking to beyonce for any length of time <laughs> well, she, I, i'm really 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 sad like it's, it's never gonna work so Mm-mm. um i don't know why the fans nah. think they want this but it, it will be mocked wholeheartedly by oh, most of the internet it'll be terrible yeah like stop don't you don't really want this you just think you want this shit, and then it's going to fuck around and come out, and y'all going to be like, why y'all making jokes about the queen? Why y'all trying to come for the queen and, and Jay-Z? Like, I don't think so, man. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah they got a petition going no for the movie <laughs> no yeah I, I, yeah yeah there Mm-mm. i don't want to be walking and, and fearing my life i'm good not to mention i mean it changed our org this this petition is probably next to the you know stop the war bring back our girls or stop the war in in libya some yeah. shit like change.org has the yeah. most pointless yeah change change i'm surprised they don't got change.org you go in there and they make the president at, uh, answer are you really a nigga change.org yeah. we it's got like five most, million signatures the most pointless uh the most pointless petition is next to the most poignant ones it's crazy yes they are in one spot speaking of crazy ray j uh wants to give a wedding gift to kim and car and uh and kanye Keep in mind that uh, they are getting married in Paris. The destination has finally been revealed, so we all can know that. And it's kind of weird that so many of our, um, you know, racial celebrities end up going to Paris, man. Like this, like going back to like forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, from what I've heard, it's a beautiful place. Well, not. It's. I think it's more. They don't feel something. Like I don't know what it is, but. It's something about Paris that racially they probably get there that they don't get here. I can guarantee you that, too. And, I mean, media going to cover it like crazy, but it's just one of those things where it, I bet you the atmosphere is somewhat different over there. Yeah, maybe it's the sense of entitlement and ownership that comes uh, in this country or the sense that black people don't deserve their money sometimes. There's this mm-hmm. idea of, of of, oh, you don't deserve this even though you worked hard to get it. Um, so maybe that's why they enjoy it, but they're getting married in Paris. Um, and for his wedding gift, Ray J wants to give Kim Kardashian four months of the proceeds from their porn tape. Okay. Um, it's a $47,000 check representing four months of his 2014 profits from the epic porn tape with Kim Kardashian. It's amazing that he made it. They made that much money off of that. Uh, Ray J has such humongous cojones that the tape is still raking in a fortune after seven years. Here's the breakdown of the wedding gift. Uh, this is just Ray J's cut, not Kim's cut. January, $6,135.60. February, $20,097.31. Now, I wonder if that's because it was Black History Month. So. Maybe people are like, I need to look at this black dick. I don't know. Um, March $9,674.76 and April $10,931.52. Mm-hmm. The total is $46,840.13. Um, sources from Vivid tell us the tape has grossed $50 million. Uh, Kim gets at least as much as Ray J, though. We don't know exactly how much. Probably more. Oh, yeah. We reached out to Kim to see if she'll accept his gift, but so far, no word back. We're told if she doesn't want it, he'll donate the money to her favorite charity. Ray J, yes, that's his wallet, and he's happy to see you. Wow. Can you believe that? People bought, like, literally bought this pornography uh, in 2014 to the tune of $47,000 just in the first four months of this this year. Mm Mm-hmm. And why you think Mimi made that tape? There's money out there. Yeah, I wonder if Mimi and them feel played because they got like $200,000 up front. Like, I wonder if they even got percentage deals and royalties and shit I, like I that. I guarantee they deals not like <clears throat> this because, and it's one of those things where once you're not hot no more, you know, 
your shit ain't selling, but with Kim and Ray J, they constantly out there, so it's has a longevity to it. Hmm, that's crazy. Um, a man is suing everybody. Uh, the lawsuit. <laughs> Not is, everybody. <laughs> this lawsuit is priceless. A Manhattan man has sued the city, <clears throat> New York City Transit, Albon Payne store, two local hospitals, Kmart, a Latina dog owner, and anyone else he could think of for two undecillion dollars. Uh, that's not even a dollar amount. Anton Perusima, 62, filed the hand scribble lawsuit. I mean, filed the hand scribble lawsuit in Manhattan federal court seeking more money than what's, than what is on the planet. And in turn, likely setting a new record for lawsuit money demand. Perusima, who is representing himself, appears to be more of a mathematician than a lawyer. He currently listed the obscure number few had heard of, which is written with a two followed by 36 zeros in a fabulously frivolous 22-page complaint that rambles on by accusing the defendants of everything from civil rights violation to attempted murder. Arkansas got bit by a dog? While it's difficult to decipher just what <laughs> Parasuma is accusing the defendants of, some allegations are clear. He claims, including having his middle finger infected and bloodied after being bitten by a rabies-infected dog on a city bus, and then having a Chinese couple taking a th- unauthorized photos of him while he was being treated at a local hospital. The suit claims the pain and damages he suffered can't be measured in money and are therefore priceless. Including in the suit as evidence is a photo of his bloody finger. Perusima's number is unlisted, and he cannot be reached for comment. What? Mm. Undecillion? You know he just wrote till he ran out of like till the pencil broke. <laughs> he ran out of ink. He's like, damn it. Uh, I guess thirty six zero is a grumpy it. old man. I sue my kids. I sue my grandkids. I sue the kids. Then I ain't here yet. I sue you for looking at me. Yeah, it's like, what is this? Um, what is this amount you wrote here, sir? Uh, that's an undecillion. Uh, yeah, we're gonna just have to throw yeah. this out. Uh, that's monopoly money. Get the fuck out of yeah. here, sir. There's not this much money on the planet Earth. Uh, well, I can wait. You know, y'all can get the printing. By the time the trial's over, it'll probably take a few months, right? No, no, sir. Everybody give me some money. Everybody. Uh-huh. You, you saw it. Give me some money. <laughs> you breathing. Give me some money. <laughs> what if there's just a crazy judge? What if just having a bad day a judge is just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll allow it. Take them to court. Let's, let's see if you can get everybody in the world in here. One by one as character witnesses. <laughs> I'll tell my people if I ain't going. Uh, Burger King is getting rid of the Have It Your Way slogan. Why? They're scrapping this 40-year-old Have It Your Way slogan in favor of the more personal Be Your Way. The chain says the new tagline will roll out across its marketing in the U.S., including a TV ad that will begin airing Monday night. The line made its first appearance in an online video last month. Burger King says in a statement that the new motto is intended to remind people that they can and should live how they want anytime and it's okay not to be perfect self-expression is the most important and it's our differences that make us individuals instead of robots do they know they just sell us fucking burgers that's that's all you do right <laughs> okay My, if i if i ate your burger you know does something spectacular happen yeah someone's been reading been watching mad man coming up with all this yeah some of the managers and supervisors got up in there be like you know what what no no have it your way we got to change it. But but that's been the motto for 40 years. Why are we going to change it now? We're not going to change it that much. How about, I got it. Be your way. 
<laughs> Word. Wow. I like it. Me too. It may seem odd for a fast food company to champion individuality, but Burger King isn't the only one trying to project a hip, non-corporate attitude to gain favor with customers. Since 2012, for instance, Taco Bell has been touting its Live Mas slogan, which means live more in Spanish. Fernando Machado, Burger King's senior vice president of global brand management, noted in an interview that Have It Your Way focuses only on the purchase, the ability to customize the burger. By contrast, he said, be your way is about making a connection with the person's greater lifestyle. We want to evolve from just being the functional side of things to having a much stronger emotional appeal, said Machado. Do they not know? I can't speak for nobody else. The only goddamn thing I buy from there is a Whopper and them um, Icy's, them uh, uh, Icy's. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Whether the new tagline. Maybe an onion ring or two. The rest of that shit is terrible. Whether the new tagline can help Burger King's image over the long term remains to be seen. The company, along with McDonald's Corp., is fighting to boost sales at a time when people are moving towards foods they feel are fresher or higher quality. And Laura Rise, the president of the brand consultant from Rise and Rise, uh, noted that the company can come across as trying too hard to be cool. The problem is that people don't see themselves as living the Burger King lifestyle, she said. What's yeah. the Burger King lifestyle? I don't know. A heart attack, high blood pressure, clogged arteries. <laughs> Uh, uh, you've got to be realistic with the place with the, that your brands hold in real life. Burger King says the new slogan was developed with an ad agency, David, a unit of WPP. I couldn't imagine the money they spent for this bullshit because it's just one of those things where we live in a society where a lot of people are going to buy fast food regardless because I, I do. But it's just one of those things where if you're trying to go after that crowd that's eating uh, green and going and eating, you know, uh, them um, hippies as far as like the really, really healthy people. Mm-hmm. No, not unless you're going to fry their lettuce. They're not eating there no way. What if my uh, way is more Burger King? I mean, more Wendy's than Burger King, you know? Wendy's tastes better. Uh, also, like, I wonder if it's like a shot at like Chick-fil-A. Where it's like, hey, man, be whoever you are. Whatever you want to be. We ain't got no judgments up in here, baby. You want a freaky ass man-on-man beef sandwich? You handle that shit, okay? Ah, that's about as bad as the KFC. What's that hashtag? Have your KFC or KFC your way? Whatever they, that stupid-ass hashtag they be using now. They want you to um, put on Twitter and shit like that. Where they be talking about that double down, that burger with mm. chicken on, chicken on, bacon on, chicken heart attack sandwich. Well, maybe that's what they're trying to do here with Burger King. It's, you know, it's, hey, man, two dudes want to come in and hold hands, smash cake in each other's face and kiss and, and then go down on each other in line. Hey, be whoever you want to be. No, I don't think love that Love whoever you want to love because you in Burger King, baby. I don't think they mean that free. You ain't got to worry about the judgment mm-hmm. of these other chains, okay? I, you ain't got to worry about us. My Whopper counter, my Whopper counter sperm free, sir. Put your dick away, please. We ain't going to give none of this money. Uh, to people trying to stop gay people from getting married and and, and convert them to religion and stuff. No, baby, it's you can Burger do King. What you want to do, but not in be, the Burger King. No, thank you. Be a freak. You want your whopper on your chest? Just lay on the counter. Ah! We will sla- slather your chest in whopper sauce for you because that is the way that you would like to be, and we're gonna make sure that you can be your way. Mm-mm. I just I don't. don't like that motto. Just let me have it my way and keep it pushing. Well, that's already a, a person who's using the motto to the fullest. Um, 
<laughs> she was upset over some stale cinnamon roll um that she got for breakfast i'm assuming i uh, did not know they sold cinnamon rolls at burger king this is a uh, all news to me um i guess breaking news mm-hmm. she probably harder than drumsticks it was a burger king in mount pleasant she threatened to shoot employees ah! because, because her cinnamon roll is stale yeah the, the fucking big donald's talking about we, we want to give you a bag and have your ass shake it come on now not unless every single person that come through the drive through your shit gonna be fresh because she probably expected her shit to be fresh this is burger king not mcdonald's no, no, but she probably expected her shit to be fresh. I guarantee you them cinnamon rolls probably sitting on that counter underneath that lamp light. Okay, but I need to explain what that got to do with McDonald's shaking fries. Oh, no, because, you know, she complained that her her uh, cinnamon rolls was, you know, not up to par. Mm-hmm. It was stale. I, they were stale, and I was saying that McDonald's want to do this, and I was like, why? Because you're not going to do that, but make people like her mad when they want some. No, c- McDonald's don't want no cinnamon rolls. I think you, what? McDonald's Did is selling I, fries that, okay, now we gotta go back and explain what happened <laughs> no, last week. No, no, you, you keep going over the story. Go no, on, because go, now everybody, there's no. somebody out there right now, like, what the fuck is Karen talking about? McDonald's is selling fries separate from the seasoning. You take the season, shake it up on your fries, and then you eat the fries, and it's, shave, and it's seasoned like barbecue or wings That's or shit for sweet and sour sauce, whatever, right? Now, what that has to do with this story, I'm not sure. But <laughs> this, this lady was stale, and another somebody gonna walk up McDonald's and be mad, just like her. Oh, you think the fries will be stale? Yes. No, the fries ain't gonna be stale. They'll, they'll still be hot out the grease. They just not gonna put salt on them and shit. They just gonna oh, okay. give it to you, and and you gonna it's, it's oh, okay. Just, it's making <laughs> you do the, up cold fries. Mm-mm. It's just gonna make you do the work of the fucking employees that they should be doing. It's like, hey, they pay you two sixteen an hour to do this shit. Now I gotta do it. Um, a customer of the, uh, of the Burger King in Mount Pleasant, uh, threatened to shoot employees earlier this week because her cinnamon roll was stale. Nobody has been arrested in the ordeal before 7 p.m. Tuesday at the Mount Pleasant Town Center restaurant. Officers from the Mount Pleasant Police Department saw the suspects leaving the scene, but they could not catch up with the vehicle. <laughs> Why couldn't they catch up with the vehicle? What, they were they on foot? <laughs> she got the hell up out of there. Ah, let's go, let's go. I, I guarantee I'd never get a stale cinnamon bun. No, I don't own a microwave. Police inspector Chip Chip Googe said Thursday that an investigator was following up with some suspects. An outcome in the case has not yet been determined. The woman was one of three who had ordered food. Then she started shouting at employees, according to the report. She said her cinnamon bun roll wasn't fresh. A witness told the police and became upset when she learned that only one bun was left. The other woman also argued about bad service. The woman and her two friends, though, walked out after a manager came to speak with her. But she soon returned and said she was going to shoot everyone inside. Wow. I guess she, her way was, was belligerent. Yeah, her way was with the bullet. <laughs> you going to be my way. My way comes with this heat. Yeah, it does. Lots of it. The heat you should have put in that goddamn cinnamon bunch. <laughs> That's how that conversation went. Another witness said the woman's hand was stuffed inside her purse when she issued the threat. I'm going to shoot down the place, she said. The three women left when employees threatened to call the police. Witnesses relayed to dispatchers the license plate number of the white Dodge Charger that the woman left in. The officers saw the car on the Northbound Highway Highway 17, but soon lost sight of it. 
I've never been to this place. But don't they got a place that specializes in cinema buns? And you go to Burger King? Yeah, the Cinnabon place? Yeah, well, that's probably in the mall. They don't okay. have a Cinnabon, like, standalone. Oh. But her way was hot and fresh cinnamon bun, Karen. It well, wasn't. A pastry place? Somebody sells fresh cinnamon buns. Well, her way wasn't. But they should be selling fresh cinnamon buns. You know, sometimes you got to shoot a motherfucker and take shit you into your what? own hands. You know, like you told me. Don't stall me, fat boy. <laughs> like you told me, you don't go to the fish shack and order goddamn chicken. Mm-hmm. Well, she went to the burger place and ordered cinnamon buns and then was disappointed. What the hell you expect? They sell burgers. Well, that's what guns are for, Karen. Speaking of which, Chipotle will no longer allow guns in their stores. So, <laughs> ah! No, just, they won't. Just in time. Just in time. Um... So Barbara Walters is is um re- retiring, you know, as people know. Um and she uh has some beef. Anchor woman Carol Simpson is pissed over Barbara Walters farewell snub. The black woman anchor who had to speak her mind for herself and others is a race from ABC's history, the veteran newscaster says on Facebook. Apparently, every prominent female journalist didn't get the invite to Barbara Walters' farewell episode. Carol Simpson, a veteran ABC newscaster, took to Facebook Saturday to address her exclusion from the view taping while posting a picture of the epic goodbye photo of the many broadcast newswomen who did take part. And it was a ton of them. I mean, this nigga went and got any woman that has ever had a vagina and been on ABC to be in this picture and left Carol out. Like, this must be how Isaiah felt when he was left off the dream team that time. Where he was like, nigga, I know I'm better than y'all. What are you doing? Everybody, they went, and I'm better than them. Right. I wonder why I wasn't included among the two dozen network newswomen and anchors who feted Barbara Walters at a private party and then on The View. Simpson, 72, postulated. We both work at worked at NBC and ABC at the same time. I guess ABC News, after my 24 years there, still considers me persona non grata. Simpson and Walters became colleagues in 1982. Walters quickly became a positive influence on Simpson's life and career, telling Simpson not to run for Congress because she could reach a wider audience in the newsroom. The black woman anchor who had to speak her mind for herself and others is a race from ABC history, Simpson said. Man, so sad. Especially when you consider how many people, and there's black women in this, so oh, I don't think it was a race thing. She got about 50 people in that picture. Yeah, she got, there's so many. I'm going to put this picture in the chat. There's a ton of women in that picture. Because I feel like it's one of those things where, uh, oh, I don't even know if I can put this picture in the chat. But I feel like it's one of those things where um, once you, um, like, once you realize how many people are in the, in the picture, it makes it worse that you didn't get put in the picture. Because, like, nigga, you thought why? of everyone else? You even let the goddamn intern in there? I don't understand. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, there's people that just served you coffee in here, and now my ass can't be in this picture. It's like it's like they got every woman ever in there. There's got to be some transgender people in there. Uh, there's got to be some some uh, people that, um, you know, probably some dead people in there, like children. <laughs> like, she just, she just said, Barbara just said, fuck this lady. Like, it's obvious the only real solution, the only real thing that, that the only real explanation for this is that Barbara was like, I don't like that bitch anyway. I guarantee you she was purposely left off the list. And you know what? That kind of does me good because it lets you know that no matter how successful 
no matter what plateaus you reach in life if you're a woman at work you're gonna always have that bitch that you hated your job don't matter if you're barbara walters if you're just working fries at burger king you're gonna work with some woman you hate and barbara walters is that woman for carol simpson or carol simpson is that woman for barbara walters true I mean, the sad part is there's a big open space right next to Barbara. Someone could have sat in the chair down. Ah, Cliff. Just so sad, man. Petty. Speaking of petty and stupid, Mike Epps, comedian, Mm -hmm. uh, was on Twitter trying to floss, talking about uh, the, the game between the Pacers and the Heat, which happened in uh, Indiana. Uh, and he took a picture uh, and said, we here on Twitter. So, you know, there's nothing nothing wrong with that, right? No. Um, here's the problem, though. I'll put the picture in the chat. Uh, what color are those uniforms, Karen? Yellow and black. All right. Uh, the Heat wore red yesterday. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Do it to you and not that game, dog. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he uh, tweeted out a picture of the Pacers Heat game Sunday with the catch and we here. The Heat were wearing black jerseys, but they wore on the, in the photo, but they wore red jerseys on Sunday. Epps quickly Was, deleted the tweet. Did he think people weren't watching the game live? Yeah, and to make it worse, like he's a comedian. He might could have been like, oh, I was just fucking with y'all. Instead, he said, instead he deleted the tweet. And tried to act like it it didn't happen, but Twitter rose to the occasion as fans began mocking Elf's false claim of her, in a hilarious fashion. Here's a few of the best uh, reactions. Uh, this one dude, uh, humble God G A W D, put "We here" and there's a picture of Michael Jordan crossing over uh, Russell. Oh. <laughs> Somebody saying "We here" and there's a picture of a peach basket. <laughs> <laughs> We hear a picture of Space Jam. Oh. Oh my God, man. It's so good. So, uh, Epps later tried to cover his mistake by tweeting the following photo. And it's a picture of him in Australia. It said, I was at the Pacer game last night, but now I'm in Australia. The Pacers, of course, did not play on Saturday night, leaving Epps caught in another lie. Well, damn, dog. Just, just, just stop it. What was the point? Yeah. So, and like you said, he's a comedian, so he could have joked all the way around that. If you know, even if he did it to fuck with people, he still could have made a joke out of it because he's a comedian. Yeah, man, what a dumbass, what a dumbass lie, and for what? No reason for no. for some motherfuckers on Twitter. Like, why would you want to get people get? I mean, I guess people do that shit all the time. Just you know, and I guess celebrities aren't immune to it, but. Yeah, you're living your life on fucking Twitter, man. Like, move on. You know who's moving on? Donald Sterling's moving on. I'm glad. He got him a nice, new, pretty young bitch. Uh, he got an Asian boo now, which is oh, ironic because he refuses to date a white woman. He, I don't understand. He's like, I'm going to be cheating on my wife, but I'm only cheating with minorities, even though I'm not a fan. Maybe he just hates the minority males. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guarantee you. Well, he uh, was spotted in an In-N-Out burger joint in Westwood, California this weekend with a pretty young Asian lady. Um, 
And uh, you can tell a few things from this picture. One, he is going to make her, like the latest groupie, V. Stiviano, really fucked it up for the next groupie. Because mm-hmm. she's paying the cost for the new groupie. Oh, she's going to sign papers. Well, not even, no, I'm not talking about that, Karen. No. Trust. Okay, yeah. he got into this because he gave $2 million worth of shit to her, to V. Stiviano. Oh, she ain't getting His wife money. said, uh-uh, I don't like this. Get this, I want my money back. I'm suing this hoe. And then uh, that tape came out. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so in this case, if you look carefully at this picture, you can see some clues. One, they're in and out burger. He didn't take it nowhere fancy. He you got to work your way up. You got to earn your way in. You get, you started at the bottom. Number two, she passed the test with flying colors. Because all he did was order him a soda. You can see right there in the picture. What did she order, Karen? A water. A water. And what is water when you go inside a restaurant? Free. Mm-hmm. You can trust me. I'm not like the other woman. Okay? I'm not going to trick you with juice. I'm just going to drink this water and sit here and pretend like you interested with your old ass. Mm-hmm. And he still is oblivious to the internet and all that shit and paparazzi. Cause people have to, people have to realize them owners don't know about know who the fuck he is. I know, I mean, you know, most people don't know who he didn't know who he was until the scandal broke. So most of the owners besides Mark Cuban and NBA, you wouldn't know that fuck his name if you met him out on the street because most of them don't have like cameras following them and shit. Someone wanted to take a picture with him, but the manager uh of the restaurant stepped in who who was also with them uh stepped in and said no so they were only in the in the restaurant for about 20 minutes and they went back to the car and left no burgers no fries so oh so it just went there and just chilled didn't even buy any it was a test Karen. he was gonna see if she was gonna try to use him for his money and be like Ooh, I would like uh animal style he was like ha i got you bitch you just want me for my money get out walk back uh, this is what happens. You let them in your heart. Next thing you know, they're recording you talking about these uh, black African American, Magic Johnson. Uh, he's a terrible ah! person. AIDS. I gotta go. Uh, so yeah, he didn't want to get set up again. I don't blame him. But, uh, it's funny. Uh, he found him a nice new chick. A lot faster than V. Stiviano's gonna probably find her a rich man to spend money on her while he's cheating on his wife because Trust is the one thing that uh, is going to fuck up that groovy contract, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to find another rich man willing to risk his everything for a woman that would go go tell on him. Uh, no, why would you? Yeah, so it's it's kind of amazing if you think about it. Like, yeah, well, he's uh, he said he would get another woman. He he said it on the tape. He's he like, I'll married. get a girl who will do what I want, and uh, he fucking did. Yeah, because he's in that position where he can, and and it's one of those things where she's replaceable, and mm-hmm. she knows she's replaceable. That's why when she did that interview, she said that crazy ass shit because in her mind it was still an opportunity for her to get back in there and get that money again. But he's like, "Bitch, I'm through with you." Mm-hmm. She probably bought him the soda. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if she did. Would you like a little bit of juice, honey? Honey, I'll, I'll get I'll get what I want from the juice. Why does he talk like that either? He talk like Crane from the Ninja Turtles cartoon. Yeah. The fucking, like he just sounds evil. 
What big Magic Johnson? What has he done? And giving those those aids. Yeah, them aids. Mm-hmm. You look like a fine, uh, upstanding man that's into these into pussy. What about what you you know how it is when you're trying to get some pussy, huh? Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper's like, like nigga, what? Um, you Do I look like someone that's into vaginas women? at all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only thing missing was Mah! See? Yeah. Ah, see? Big Magic Johnson. Ah. He needed his penguin's hat cap. <laughs> Going around giving those A's. Ah. <laughs> You'll never catch me, Cobber. Never, never. <laughs> Need some um theme music going on when he walks out the door. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. It's like, that's crazy song get that rich in America. <laughs> Be that fucking stupid, man. Oh, why ain't I rich? Man, I know it's so. <laughs> I'm just not evil enough. That must be it. <laughs> me, me either. I like. I, it's just certain things I just don't have in my heart, and that ain't it. Probably could have been rich by now if I was just like, listen, niggas are terrible people, white people, and I agree with you. Anyway, donate to the show. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be on AM radio in no time. I feel like Zimmerman had a point. I'm not saying anything wrong. I'm not saying it's right, but uh, donate to the show. Yes, I'm the, uh, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is pull up your pants and quit being black. That's, that's all you gotta do. And racism will be solved. Please hire me, Fox News. I'm out here. The college, uh, college speaker calls students immature and arrogant. Harvard, Pennsylvania commencement speaker on Sunday blasted college students as immature and arrogant for protesting another speaker who then decided to withdraw. William Bowen, Former president of Princeton University uses commencement speech at Harvard College outside of Philadelphia to criticize students who campaigned against Robert Bergenu, former chancellor of the University of California, Berkeley. Bergenu is among several commencement speakers who canceled their appearances this spring amid student protests. More than 40 students and three professors had protest, uh, protested Berg, Berg, Bergenu's Invitation to speak, objecting to his handling of a 2011 incident at Berkeley in which the police used force as, at a student protest during the Occupy movement. The group wanted Bergenu to apologize, support payments to, for victims, and write a letter to Harvard for students explaining his position on the events and what you learned from them. Man, students are no joke now. Like, they just like, you want to speak in my school? First of all, you need to apologize. You need to come suck my dick. You need you need to and, 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 uh, give money to people. And my thing is this: Do they not understand? They don't own shit. It's up to the university to make these decisions. In fact, you you leave there, you leave the universities in debt with a piece of paper that's worth a lot of money. To, um, only to you that that piece of paper only means something to you. And it's just one of those things where, uh, it is true what this man is saying. He's basically saying. Y'all acting like assholes. Why are you, the the handful of people dictating what the university does? Mm-hmm. If that's the case, why can't we have lower tuition? You know, why don't you change that shit? You 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 fussing and complaining about shit that don't matter. We need you need more student loans, lower interest rates. You know, if y'all want to protest about some shit, drop room and board. That's the shit you need to be protesting well, about. It's that catch twenty two, right? Because like m- my personal, like personally, I think if it was me, 
I'd skip my graduation rather than support someone like if I was that vehemently opposed to I would do this whatever they believed in. But I'm, you know, I probably have a much, I have a much lower connection to traditional things like that than most people, mm-hmm. right? So I understand that this is your form of protest and you want to make it known and they don't have to bow out. The people can still come and just be like, fuck you. Don't, don't come to your graduation then. Yes, they can. Um, but I am of the mind and maybe this is just, uh, where I'm different from most people. I, I do believe you can learn a lot from people even if you disagree with them. You know, I don't think it's just like, well, fuck this person. Not, there's nothing they can learn from them. There's nothing of value they could tell me about education working g- gaining a career most of these people are successful at something now it, i'm not saying you shouldn't be mad i'm not saying you shouldn't need protest i'm not like i like i'm just kind of like i just feel like personally i wouldn't have but i understand because and i guess what i'm saying is the part that always bothers me is that we bring up these examples where we agree with the students but no one wants to talk about these examples where most of us would not agree with these students where they're like, we don't want Eric Holder or Michelle Obama speaking at our graduation because they might talk about race. And then it's like, wait a minute. I don't agree with these students kicking these people out. You know, luckily they did their commit. They did the speeches. But can you imagine if Michelle Obama or, or Eric Holder had bowed out and said, I'm not going to do the speech because these students are saying it's a problem? Then we'd be like, fuck those kids, right? Like, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't help but see it from, from that side too. I, like, I know, at, like, uh, the Obamas are probably gonna have, uh, well documented long speaking careers after, after the presidency is over, of after course. the team in office. And I really don't want to hear, well, you know, he did drone strikes when he was in office. So the students at, uh, fucking so and so decided they didn't want the president to speak because I'm gonna be pissed. I'm not gonna be reasonable about it and be all like, well, you know, guys, the kids and the kids don't want them to speak. Like people say that shit when they agree. They never say that shit when it's someone they that they like. Like I'm gonna be like, fuck those kids. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I guess I'm just already anticipating. You know, I've seen these message boards. We we read that article that had like 40,000 comments about Michelle Obama coming to speak at a high school graduation. Like, I can already tell I'm, I'm going to be spending a lot of time pissed. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know. To me, I don't know. I'm on that fuck you students train on that one mm-hmm. for the simple fact that it's not your decision, period. It's just not your decision. If they opened it and let y'all vote, ain't no got who who knows who the hell would be up there if they left it up to you and it's just one of those things where your personal feelings and your parents feelings and your personal political views does not goddamn matter at a fucking graduation it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. um because you're gonna have people from all walks of life all creeds all colors and all religions and they might actually want to hear the speaker speak and to me, when it comes down to it, like you say, most people don't listen. But if the students listen, you can learn something from anybody, regardless of if you um, believe their political stances or not. Mm-hmm. I think some people, we live in a world, especially in America, where if you don't want to deal with it, you don't have to. If you don't want to hear it, you don't have to. You know, and so it's like. I believe this. You don't fuck you. What the hell you going to tell me? 
Yeah. And it's just one of those things where that's not the real world. That's not how it works because uh, at your job, students, there's going to be a lot of people. You walk in there, you can't tell your manager, fuck you. I don't feel like listening to you, manager, because I don't believe your political views or I don't believe that you should be gay. or you. Should, the world don't fucking function my, like that. My, well, my thing is always the it's like it's like a tool, right? Like like this is a tool in the in the toolbox of students at this point now um it's becoming pretty widely used and i just worry that is you know what happens when the tool is used for like you said hey we don't want a gay speaker you know uh we don't want um a transgender speaker yeah we don't, we don't want, want someone, a muslim yeah, speaker we don't want a muslim we don't want this we don't want that like what happens when it's used that way? You know? Because that's that for me. That's what I see it going. I now see- I'm not look. I, I, I what I think schools should do honestly is maybe pick a few different options and maybe let the students vote. Like maybe that'll become a thing. Um, but you do realize there's always going to be somebody upset. There's always going to be somebody like I don't want this motherfucker speaking. And that's the thing. I you could get goddamn Mickey Mouse and somebody would say. It should be somebody else. It does not matter. Somebody's going to have an issue or a problem. And we've said it before. You do not have to go. What about opting out? Don't people understand? You can always opt out. But versus opting out, they rather raise their voices and complain. And my thing is this is a time and a place to pick a battle. And this is not the battle to pick. To me, this is a fruitless pointless battle because after this goddamn day it does not matter you're going to go into the workforce like everybody else and deal with the ups and downs of a job market like everybody else regardless of the cost of your degree and regardless who spoke at your graduation whether it was michelle obama or the nigga up the street yeah it's also weird too because like um the occupy movement was one of those like weird uh like nebulous movements where it's like well what the fuck does this mean what do you guys want uh it wasn't very well understood like people were like we're just gonna go stand in front of the campus administration office it's like you guys didn't get a permit you guys don't have the right to be here at some point you do have to be moved and they were like, well, you can move them, but, but can't you? It's like, well, they're not going to move. You ask them to move. They're not going to, they're not walking into the back of the bus, to, uh, back to go to jail. They're like, people were locking arms and shit. And I remember they pepper sprayed these kids and shit like that. And people were like, why would you do that? And it's like, they're not going to move. Like, they're not going to hit them with billy clubs. You don't want to see that. They can't tackle them. The guys won't peacefully come and be handcuffed and go in the car. Like they, they protest without any demands and there's really no nice way to fix this no and and also for me uh, i might be wrong but a lot of this comes from privilege a lot of uh we deal with the generation that comes from a lot of privilege uh and feel like i should be able to do what i want to do and if i don't agree with you this the, the this is their form of way of protesting but also you can't break the law you can't be like well this is what i'm gonna do well i'm not supposed to get attacked no we can't sit here and fucking stare at you you gotta move yeah like it's just what well, school's just not gonna happen no more it's like i don't i didn't understand the, anyway but that's that's more of my issues with occupy anyway but I don't know. Like, it's not like they were listening to reason. Like, well, we can just have a reasonable conversation. They're like, man, we're not moving. Um, 
I'm just Brown chastised students in his speech for giving Bergenu away for driving him away. I'm disappointed that those who wanted to criticize Bergenu's handling of events at Berkeley chose to send him such an intemperate list of demands. In my view, they should have encouraged him to come and engage him in a genuine discussion, Mm -hmm. not to come tell between his legs to respond to an indictment that a self-chosen jury have reached without hearing counter arguments. Come on now. Bowen, Bowen also said Bergen, who had responded intemperately, failing to make proper allowances for the immature and, yes, arrogant inclinations of some protesters. Aggravated as he had every right to be, I think he should be with us today. He called Bergenu's withdrawal a defeat for the school, and his remarks drew a standing ovation. That's the other thing that happens. People keep making it sound like these few kids represent the, the entire university they and fucking don't it's a very very small percentage and that's, and that's kind of becoming the internet world that we're in now where a few motherfuckers complain and they can be wrong as the day is long but they're complaining so loud that people are just like okay i guess like i don't i just don't want to i don't want to fight you i don't want to go at like i don't want this to be a battle so okay this guy won't speak at the fucking commencement you happy you know, and then you, this guy. Sometimes they won't be. Yeah, and then this guy gets up and gives a speech, and everybody claps because no one has the courage to say it back to these people. Like, no, you're the one wrong here. And you're I, the asshole. I agree. You know, you're the just because you can write a fucking think piece about why Louis C.K. is it funny doesn't mean you're right. It just means you have a access to the internet and a and, and a keyboard. That's it. You know, but people are, you know, people just assume that as long as I get my way, I was right. And it's not always the case. And there's arguments to be had. And there's, I think there's just a majority of people who are like, I just don't want to fight. So we let shit go. That's true. Now, now that's true because we live in a world where people don't want to be confrontational. But also it's, it's to the point to where, I don't know. I, I've been to several graduations, mine and yours and other folks. I gave two rats ass about who was speaking. And it's one of those things. Why is this the thing about the person speaking at your university? And a lot of times they get people that are accomplished in a real world that you student have no idea of what you're walking into. You're very, very young. You have no idea this person is sharing their, their, their some, some of their knowledge and wisdom with you, and you're going, fuck that. It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know, man. It just seems, I don't know. Like I said, I kind of appreciate the students being active and shit, but I at, do the too same, now. at the same time, when we're reading this story in a year, and it's students protest, Michelle Obama, students protest, Eric Holder, uh, students protest, um, what's the lady got? Blame for Benghazi. God damn it. Fuck. Black lady. Uh, Somebody, I don't want to tank it. Susan Rice. Susan Rice. When people are like, we don't want Susan Rice coming to our fucking graduation, I'm going to be mad because I'm going to be like, that. this is the bullshit that starts with, we, we had to appease these 40 people that didn't want to see so-and-so come. You know what I mean? This is the bullshit that starts because everything mm-hmm. now is a fucking... Um, is a fight. Nothing, nothing yeah, is just, I'm, oh, this is what, you know, this is my school. This is what they chose <laughs> to do. Let me see what I can learn from Susan Rice. It's, what about Benghazi? You know? Yeah, and all other types of bullshit. You know, what would happen if, uh, somebody goes and, uh, get George Zimmerman to speak at a commencement? 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, are we still going to get these same protests? And if we do get these same protests, it's one. People of- will. No, people will protest that. Yeah, absolutely. They mm-hmm. will protest that. Like I said, I'm not even saying I'm against the protest. I'm just saying when the shit is going to be used for people. Because, you know, right now I don't really give a fuck about Condoleezza Rice or this dude or, you know, there's like three or four other people that bowed out. I don't really give a fuck about those people, honestly. But shit is so polarized in our country, it will happen to people that we like. It's going to happen. At some point we'll be covering these stories and it's going to be, but wait a minute, that person isn't like this other person. They don't spread hate. They don't do this. They don't do that. Like those articles about Michelle Obama made it sound like she was going to go up there and be like, crackers, I have arrived. It's like she was going to give a speech and say Brown versus the Board of Education was important. And it, and it's, and, and it's, we must tackle systematic racism. Now, who the fuck disagrees about that? No one should. But these motherfuckers was talking in code around it like we don't need that black stuff over here. I'm bringing that act blade of stay to the to the graduation like, ah. what the fuck is wrong with you anyway uh speaking of entitlement this anchor had something to say about the uh viewers who uh tune into the news uh the local news care what a terrible night for farmers north of hospice iowa that's right between sheldon and orange city on highway 60 a tornado ripped up their livelihood take a look at this video the sioux county sheriff's deputy caught this on the dash cam it's hard to see but you can kind of see wait till the lightning strikes and then you can really see that that thing is ripping up a lot of dirt and the iowa woman said that her grandmother's intuition likely saved her granddaughter's life listen to this daughter and I talking on the phone and me calling because I seen all the weather warnings on KSFY <laughs> and um, and they they were doing the weather warnings and so I called their house and it, it's kind of an ongoing joke because grandma's calling grandma's worried and but then they um, but yeah then it was about 20 minutes later and I got a text from her we've been hit you know I was I felt bad for having to interrupt folks TV show but I'll tell you what I tell I'm you what, I quit did. calling and ripping Sean for being on the air to save people's lives. Deb is proof right there that they heard it on KSFY. No show is in as, as important as someone's life. You aren't going to go on the air if it's not important. And Absolutely. people just berated our station for him being on the air. But I tell you what, if it was your home and your neighbors, you would feel differently. So please, please don't do that. That's not nice. Poor, poor Bridget Bennett in the newsroom. Boy, she got an earful. On, on Saturday night. You can I, go you know, to ABC.com and watch your show. Exactly. I can live with, it's a TV show. I can live with you missing we, it. I feel bad, it. but we I can live with it. We get it. You love your show, and we love that you're watching KSFY, but we love that Sean was saving lives, literally. Wow. Deb wow. just said it. We saw it on KSFY. Let the neighbors know. Like, it's, why, it's why we do it. It is why we do it. Please don't call and complain. <clears throat> That's not nice. Really gets me mad. All right, store owners, police, and residents are trying to work together to crack up. That white lady was pissed because they probably got tons of calls. Because now it's it's two sides to that story. The people who it applied to, okay, most of their frustrating calls were people eight counties over who is in this district going, I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about it ain't goddamn raining here those are the people that was calling angry because what they don't tell you is that when they do this news it's like a wide area yeah but they can't control it they can't say well we're not gonna tell the people up the street like 
you know like if our if we're on all these stations you know what i mean we're if we're abc for the next 17 counties then that's what we gotta you know we gotta, we gotta talk to them yeah and, and and so to an extent i understand why the people were mad yeah. especially for people like me who said shit there's nothing worse than you fucking set some shit on dvr and all you just oh well this just in and then they go back in three minutes later well this just in you're like what the fuck there is some there is some worse there is some worse uh tornado ripping through your house and you have no idea that shit was coming because <laughs> they didn't want to interrupt your precious TV show. And I do have a question. Can't they run it across the bottom of the goddamn screen? Um, Maybe, but some emergencies are so crazy where they, like, want to let you know. Like, did you see that big-ass tornado? It was Nigga, I, uh, please interrupt Scandal. Please. I love Scandal. Cut Carrie the fuck off. I will catch <laughs> it on D. Oh, I I will catch that shit on DVR. I don't want to die. Cause, 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 cause I ain't on my show interrupted. <laughs> so there will be a scandal in your house. Your house just blew away with your ass in it. Yeah, I want to prepare for the fucking emergency. I don't want to die for the fucking TV. That's the craziest shit I ever heard. Like, yeah, people do that all the time. Yo, man, they cut the Duke game off, man. Fuck CBS just cause an earthquake hit. Like, what? Ah! Are you fucking stupid? There will be another game against Duke. There will never, ever be another life for you. No, there will not. You will die complaining. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but I can understand the, the frustration, though, because like, for me, it, I'm not going to call the station or go up there protesting no shit like that. I'm just annoyed because we're like, fuck, you, 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 you ruined my DVR play showing, but I'm glad that people are alive. Yeah, dying for no fucking dumbass. Yo, man, I'm not going to be able to watch the heat. Like, you gonna you gonna have heat because yeah. your ass gonna die. Meanwhile, it's fucking trees sideways outside and shit. I just wanna watch the game. I don't see what the problem is. Like, is that a cow that just flew by my house, man? I think so. What's yeah. happening outside? Your ass should be watching the news. Oh my god, I'm gonna I'll just pick my kids up from the park after the game's over. Cause, cause, cause I don't want them interrupting my shows. <laughs> Let my kids die. Yeah, a lot of people just dumb and they probably just calling, fussing, complaining, but it's just one of those things where even when it be, even, even in situations of life or death, people are just still dumb. I just liked her upset white lady voice. Oh, that she was is hot. Not nice. And it's not acceptable. It's not good. <laughs> I don't blame because I'm pretty sure they probably got hundreds of calls, people getting angry. Sean got an airful. She was, she was mad. Ah. What in the dickens is wrong with you guys? We're trying to save lives out here. Man, I don't want this hodgepodge going on anymore. Oh yeah, she was hot. I mean, and, and I completely understand. And I, I, since with the way you explained it, I, I won't get angry no more if I'm outside of the county, but yeah, it's nothing worse than I would just do. got like, 45 counties and i'm going i don't give a fuck what's happening 18 counties away it's annoying but i would never hit up the news station and say take this shit off no i would rather people die than me miss a minute of the game like that's such a level of entitlement no i don't want nobody to die i don't care about your kids mine in the house now put the show back on (laughs) it ain't running hill like they got a specific switch for your house oh just give us the address (laughs) sir Okay, oh, we didn't know that you didn't want this. That you was out, out, outside of the flood zone? Yeah, just fucking idiots. God, I hate people. Um, Alright, speaking of hating people, it's time for our games. 
just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for the game that we all hate to hate to hate to love. It is fucking with black people, where we score different racial things from zero to to hundred in intervals of twenty-five for fucking with black people. Today's contestants: twelve years a slave. That's right, guys. Twelve years a slave. This year's Oscar-winning films undoubtedly made an impact on the high street fashion, from the bejeweled 70s dresses of American Hustle to the 90s power suits of Wolf of Wall Street. But few could have predicted Sainsbury's pushing the raggedy clothes of 12 Years a Slave. Oh! For reasons unknown, and, uh, Ox- uh hold on, let me, uh, how can I... I don't know if it'll let, it won't let me, sh- all right, I'll just have to put this in the chat so you guys can see. Oh, uh, it won't uh, let you view the image? Yeah, it won't let me see, show you guys the image, but it's a display, and the display has uh, the clothes from 12 Years a Slave on it, um, on a mannequin. Uh, for reasons unknown, an Oxford branch of the supermarket embellished his DVD and Blu-ray stand for Steve McQueen's film about the horrors of slavery with a mannequin wearing a similar outfit of that of the protagonist, Solomon Northrup. Looking to finally summer ready, the mannequin wore a loose-fitting, holy beige shirt and black oh, trousers, is- completing the look for the twig with a twig in the front pocket. You put a twig in the front pocket, man. Oh, so this is the new summer slave look. Mm-hmm. The new fashion worn by Pratt. <laughs> Watch as he coming out this fall. Coming out this summer, we have the slave uh, straw hat for the man who has nothing but misses everything. <laughs> for the slave who knows he's going to get beat, but don't want to get beat that bad. Right. You'll look fabulous getting beaten this ensemble this summer. Whether it's threatening to be killed by a knife or beating your own fellow slave. This too will have you looking fashionably when they hang you by that noose. Uh, backed by spindly branches and standing next to a plague that shouts new, it wears a tag around his neck bearing the price of the recently released DVD, con- suggesting the clothes themselves aren't for sale, though the juxtaposition is a strange one nonetheless. Who the- asks for those clothes? That's going to be the question. For you to say them clothes were not for sale, some of the hey. Uh, what can I, what can I get my disslave outfit? Well, it just looks misleading, right? The display stand was snapped by a shopper and swiftly uploaded to Twitter. A spokesperson for Sainsbury said, we can only apologize. It's been taken down from the Hayford Hill store and clearly should have never gone up in the first place. Who was the manager or supervisor that approved? Somebody had to approve this. It's funny because I feel like this is the kind of thing that like me as an employee would do. You know, like as a black person, like I would be like, this would be so funny. Yeah. As a joke. And then, and then this shit be on Twitter. I'd be like, oh, that's right. My sense of humor is fucked up. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be the one making these decisions. Nope. Just like Chris and Kev was talking about the slave run. They was joking about how uh, people could uh, pretend, uh, you know, how they do like all those those uh, zombie runs and all that stuff. Just have a slave run. Yeah, so running the freedom. Running the freedom, picking yeah. cotton, you know, have contracts on their lives. Yeah, like a tough mother, but, you know, you have slavers trying to recapture you and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you get caught, you gotta first you got to walk with like a limp because they took half your foot. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, you know, wear chains. 
Yeah. I uh, wonder why nobody's done that yet. Because they be protesting. But oh, that's I, right, because it's horribly racist. I, I, you know, I, I wish they could do it. This is why Chris and Kev can't be in charge of ideas. No. No, they got kicked off of that committee. I was laughing. I was like, oh, that be a cool idea. I was like, oh, yeah, wait, people would protest. Oh, the first, and then, you know, it started by black people, so as soon as they got pictures of all us online running in the mud with with no shirts on and chains, they, man, that shit would be on Twitter. We'd be getting roasted. Ah! Fucking think pieces would be getting written. We'd make that and, money, though, because people would pay. So we'll get interviewed by Melissa Harris Perry and shamed and shit. Of like, course we would be. I can already see how that shit would unfold. We'll be a Don Lemon to be congratulating us. Ah, yes, he <laughs> will be. Well, I think it's kind of bold what you guys did, and uh, I don't I, think anything's wrong with I it. I don't think anything's wrong with it. I, I, I think it's it's great that, that you guys have came up with this wonderful, wonderful idea. Uh, the 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 slave run. You know, are you going to be guys going to be doing it next year? And where else is going to be? We're going to be in a cotton field next year. Oh yes, they said they're going to be in a cotton field down in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. We really, uh, darling, be like coming up next to my favorite people. Oh yes, tickling me, just tickle me all the way to gym. I saw your show. Um, yeah, someone said no shoes. Ah! <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I give this shit a hundred though, because I mean, come on. <laughs> slave, you really have to put the slave clothes. Uh, and the coat, like, I would have lowered it, but the clothes aren't even for sale. You know what I mean? Like, I could lower it to like a 75 or a 50. I could be talked down if, if you could buy the outfit. Cause like, I know sometimes with certain, like releases they'll be like hey get a t-shirt get you know get this outfit with this thing but this shit is like you're not just, your slave ensemble yeah this shit is like you like this movie here's some slave clothes anyway buy the movie like no yes and like i said why did you have to say it's not for sale unless somebody asked you know, i don't even think they i don't even think it was just because people were asking i think it was really just because they wanted to make sure that that's, that display stood there the whole time. Ah. Uh, All right. Let's do uh, our next. Do you agree with 100 or you think lower or more? Uh, I mean, lower? I say 100. Even though they, I say 100 because the the display without the clothes was just fine. You had a picture of him running in the background. Like, it was a beautiful display. When you put the clothes, you, you bumped it up. I understand you apologize. But the thing is. Somebody had to take a picture and snap it and put it on Twitter. Nobody in the department looked at that and go, oh, take that shit down right now. Right. Have you even had a stick in the front pocket? Come on, man. No, no. That's 100. Somebody took that picture. Like, oh, I'm going to drop a dime on these niggas. Mm-hmm. And suppose they hadn't took that picture. Nobody would ever know. Nope. Mm, you get 100. I don't like that shit. Um, all right. Next game. Now that is time for some guest the race. That's right. It's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race, the number one game show going across all the land where we play or read news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants this time the chat room to guess the race. And the chat room is very racist. All yes, right. they are, baby. Do you, do you think on that uh, twelve years a slave display they go well? If you can read twelve years a slave. You can have this. If you can read twelve years. No, if you yeah, if you can read it, yeah, if you can read it. Because mm, most people, cause, you know, slaves couldn't read it, so they wouldn't get the video anyway. I just hope nobody fucking wears that. Oh God, that's gonna be people's costume for Halloween. Uh huh. 
in blackface. Uh huh. Uh, Walk around as as Napita Nuong. Mm-hmm. What that Lapita Nuango? Oh Nuango, see, tore her name yeah. up. Uh, <laughs> that's why I don't pronounce her name. Peter, you were almost there. It's just one. It, it, oh, oh shit! I was almost there. Nuango, Lapita Nuango. <laughs> oh damn it! I almost made it to the finish line. <laughs> A uh, man wants to, uh, wait, hold on. I thought I had a picture of this dude. Um, give me one second. I got to make sure because I, I think I had a picture of him and that's why I had his race. But now the picture isn't on this article. So I might have to look it up again. Hmm. Oh, well, we'll just, you know, nip this one in the bud. We'll just do a different one. Um, there's a man tried to have sex with an ATM. And then a picnic table. Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Oh, for the love of money. A man. <laughs> <laughs> That's us for real right now. Yeah, that is for the love of money. Mm-hmm. A man was arrested at Murfreesboro Bar Friday night for attempting to have sex with an ATM and later a picnic table. Damn, how drunk was he? Very. Damn, girl, you kind of big, but you, uh, Looking kind of good over there in the corner. Why don't you come mm-hmm. sit with the rest of us? Mm-hmm. Let me press your buttons. What's mm-hmm. your pink code? Now, who used that ATM after him? Yeah. Now, we only take cash. Like, oh, no. According to the rest port, Lonnie Hutton, 49, walked into the Borough Bar and Grill on Greenland Drive and up to the ATM. He pulled down his pants and his underwear, exposing his genitals. <gasps> then he attempted to have sexual intercourse with the ATM. Uh, could you imagine? Because, you know, everything is recorded. Could you imagine the person combing the videos going, do, do, do. Oh, wait a minute. Um, Barbara, do you see this man on the video camera? What, what, what is he doing to our machine? Maybe he thought it went ass to mouth. Apparently so. Maybe he thought when it said insert cash, it, he, it meant insert dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, responding officers found Hutton still nude for the waist down, walking around the bar, thrusting, <gasps> his, hip, thrusting his hips in the air. And waving him like he just didn't care. Apparently so. Officers told Hutton outside, uh, took him outside and told him to sit at a wooden picnic table. The reporter stated he exposed himself again and engaged in sexual intercourse with the wooden picnic table. Oh, he ain't afraid of getting splinters in his penis. I know. That's the first thing I thought of, too. Uh, Hutton smelled of alcohol, had slurred speech, bloodshot eyes, and was unsteady on his feet. He was charged for public intoxication and booked in the Rutherford County Jail on $250 bond. Scheduled to appear in court on July 1st. Guess the race of Lonnie Hutton. Check the chat room, see what they believe. But what But what was the ATM and the picnic table wearing, though? White. Well, the picnic table was wearing a white and, a white and red checkered sheet. The machine said insufficient funds, white. He used the ATM because he used the ATM because his dog was on her period. White, his dog was on her period. Okay, that's a lot of typing there. Machine wouldn't give him no money, so he was like, F it. White, ha! <laughs> F it. That's Ashley. Uh, white, Rick Ross, money make him come. Black. Aww. Uh, was he Jewish, says Howard L. Kirkwood. And white man trying to make a deposit. Ha! <laughs> Yes, he was, uh do bro uh pickup artist having a rough night with the latest micro dick white cream in more ways than one a lot of cream 
yeah uh the correct answer is white And I'm going to count Jewish as white guys. So everyone got that one right. Mm-hmm. Um, we put them in that category over here, the black guy who tips. Yeah, that was, that was just uh, an amazing. Oops, uh, somebody said black. Someone said black. Who? Rick Ross. Oh, damn. Black? You did say black. You stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> you possibly have been thinking. Um, but uh, all right, well, let me put his picture up there. But he was not black. So boo. terrible terrible guess <laughs> why the shit oh uh, uh all right a mom was arrested at the video shows her baby being slapped repeatedly repeatedly karen you know how old a baby was how old eight months Eight months old. First, police say they've arrested the Beaumont woman seen on video slapping her baby over and over. Tonight, the man who took that video says police didn't want to see it until he posted it on Facebook. I drew Caritas has details new tonight at 10. The force of the repeated slaps could be clearly heard across the street. Oh my God! Kind of loud, you know, for me to hear it with my door closed. A neighbor who only wants to be called a recorded the video as the baby's cries got louder. That's what made my heart just fall because I mean that was just too hard. Police have now arrested Tierra Lynn Angel in Port Arthur. The 27-year-old has a lengthy criminal record, including theft, burglary, and drug possession. <laughs> Investigators say she's the woman seen in the chilling footage, hitting and cursing at her eight-month-old daughter, Zoe. I'm just hoping I saved the baby life so it won't happen again. Hakeem called 911 when he saw what was happening, telling an operator he had video, but says responding officers weren't interested in seeing it. They went up in their house, looked at the baby, I guess, and came back out. In five minutes, they was gone. Nobody asked to look at the video or anything. Hakeem, who's a father of four, says he was stunned. So he posted the video on Facebook. Child Protective Services got involved after seeing it. If somebody sees a child being abused and neglected and they have an opportunity with their cell phone to take a video, please do. CPS calls Hakeem's actions a clear example of how to help a child in danger. What this guy did, I can't thank him enough. I'd like to meet him in person and thank him for what he did. And the man who owns the home where this happened says Angel is an acquaintance and claims he was not there when the baby was slapped. That child is in CPS custody tonight, being looked at by doctors. Drew Caritas, KHOU 11 News. Man. And it's crazy because the baby is eight months old. Like, I don't think anyone, even if you believe in spanking and shit like that, nobody agrees with slapping an eight-month-old no. repeatedly. And she was yelling at it like she was talking to a grown person. This is why everybody <clears throat> shouldn't have children. And the most fucked up part about it is that he called the police. They came. He was like, I got video. They was like, fuck your video. Nobody cared until he put it on Facebook. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? It's, it's like, why did he have to go to social media for you to even fucking respond to him and take his claim seriously? Yeah, basically, they had to catch um, child services' attention. Like, yeah, so the police, police still, didn't give a fuck. Mm-mm. 
Mm. Um, anyway, guess the race. Um, uh, what's it? What's her name? Um, uh, oh, Tierra Lynn Angel. Let's check the chat room. Cops didn't care, so obviously black. Black mammy shaking my head. This really breaks my heart, but if he could see it, he should have stopped her. Cops need to slap her. Oh, man, what would happen? First of all, the cops didn't even do anything to her, right? Can you imagine if he came over there, physically got into anything with her? Nah, I know. He would have went to jail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he he did the right thing. I I know a lot of people are like, but no, something like that is one of those things where, especially if you're a good, kind-hearted person, but the way the world is today, it's really easy to tell somebody to step in. You could be a good Samaritan and end up being a villain or end up going to jail trying to be a good Samaritan. Yeah, I have no, like, I honestly don't even doubt he would have went to jail if he had went over there and put his hands oh, on her. Of course, because she might have attacked him. And anything. they said they didn't see any marks on the baby, too. They would have been like, oh, yeah, your ass in jail. Mm-hmm. Cops need to slap her. I only beat you because I love you. Now shut your black ass up and stop crying, Wick recipient. Team mom mad that the baby messed up her sexy thought bathroom pick black. Penny's mother from good times, eight months old, and the baby survived a slap. Strong jeans, black. She needs her black butt kicked. No uh, funny joke. Mother is black. A neighbor named Akeem, police who didn't care. So, so black. Black, black. Cops didn't care when a good Samaritan came forward. Black and black. The correct answer is sadly black. Well, Lord, well, Lord knows she'd have went off if she'd seen what I uh, seen today. Uh, my uh, family member's uh, little boy was over at my mama's house. The baby's precious. And I was sitting there talking to him, and he was, you know, Googling the guy guy in my face. He's a few months old. All of a sudden, he started grunting and straining, and, and next thing I know, he was farting and, and all kinds of stuff. So they was changing his diaper. So I've I've heard about this, but I've never seen this before. So they was changing his diaper. So my mama, she was wiping him up and changing his diaper. And the next thing I know, I look down, and P shoots, like, across the chair and, like, far too. And I was like, did he pee? And then I bust out laughing, laughing. Like, it, it was the funniest thing in the world to me. I've heard that little boys just do that. They just pee out and open for no reason. And it was, this is why I'm not fit to be a parent. It was just the funniest thing in the world to me because I just thought it was just hilarious. The, the, the little, she trying to you know, get him clean and wipe his ass, and he just pissing everywhere. And y'all started slapping him for disrespecting you, right? I didn't. No, oh, no, okay. no, no. I didn't. It was just funny to me. So it's just one of those things where children are just going to be children. No, she better not. Man, I'd have tried to hurt somebody if they did anything to that uh, child. I mean, because that's a child. Baby can't even speak. Mm-hmm. Eight months. That's crazy, man. I, like, I, And I know it's probably easier said than done, but, I mean, I would like to imagine that no matter how crazy a kid makes you, and it must drive people crazy. Like, people have no idea how many of these type of stories we don't cover. Yes. You have no idea. Like, literally every fucking day, you think so ratchetness is something. Every day we could cover a parent goes off and kills the, or maims or does something horrible to their to kid child, yep. because the kid wouldn't stop crying or whatever. It's just, just being a kid, man. Right. And I'm sure that that's like uh, mental anguish and people have to deal with it. But I just can't imagine the switch inside of a human being that turns them from 
parent to i'm gonna kill this fucking kid like like what how like like how much crying has to happen before you like fuck this you know it's like way too many people in this world becoming parents and they just don't need to be you know it's why i don't understand um like most of my argument against republicans on uh or people that are pro uh pro-life quote unquote um or anti-choice isn't it's not even that like on the moral level it's not even on the y'all i know y'all trying to control these women very simply there are just too many fucking keep people that shouldn't have kids nope shit and if not. we can give them a chance to not have a kid let's yep because let's let people get ready let people prepare themselves because it's obvious when you see motherfuckers that were not ready we're not and we're reading an article where it's like a man burns a kid with a curling eye because it won't stop crying like that doesn't even fucking make sense no it does not you should not have a child around you at all if ever period oh no, and 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 being a, a good parent ain't no joke and it's just one of those things where parents need breaks parents need to get away parents need to escape and then sometimes uh when when parents especially when children are newborns people really don't talk to parents about the the changes in the household the changes in their sex life the changes with the other children in the household it's a lot that goes on when you when you have a child and that shit this stuff is just not talk about people just see you with the child and, and see you home and go well take care of yourself right. and and it is not that simple i don't care how many instructional books you got you have and how many prepare for the baby books you have at the end of the day, every child is different. Yeah. Let's go into the bonus round. <clears throat> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, it's double the points, double the race. The bonus round will guess the race. So everything's worth, well, double the points, double the race, right? That's what we said in the song. How did you not fucking know that? I hope you guys aren't nervous. Here we go. A man in Arizona has been arrested after he allegedly starved his dog in a failed attempt to win back his ex-girlfriend. What? Wiggles. A blonde, brittle pitbull terrier he wasn't wiggling no more huh i said he wasn't wiggling no more he stopped him mm-hmm. was found by sheriff's animal crimes unit severely emancipated emaciated emancipated he was free y'all <laughs> free from eating the dog had to be euthanized guys they had to put the dog down Aww. maricopa county sheriff's deputies arrested lewis marino on charges of starving his dog then allegedly using that graphic image to send text messages to his ex-girlfriend to try to win her back. Does she not like animals or some shit? Sheriff Joe Arpario called it a form of domestic violence. Marino and his living girlfriend had adopted Wiggles in 2008. The sheriff's detective said in 2012 the couple separated, but Marino kept the dog. Sheriff's investigators said that shortly after the breakup, Marino began calling and texting his ex-girlfriend trying to reconcile a broken relationship. When his advances didn't work, Marino used Wiggles as bait. At one point, Marino sent a text message that said, Wiggles is dead. I hope you're happy, bitch. Wow. After his ex-girlfriend called him back, Marino claimed the dog was fine. At another point, Marino explained to his ex-girlfriend that Wiggles was again sick and that he didn't have the money to pay for what was needed. His ex-girlfriend offered to help, but when his request for a dinner date was rejected, he refused for help. he refused her help and said the dog was fine. 
He's crazy. You don't think. Uh, <laughs> Marino then sent a picture of Wiggles to his ex-girlfriend as a last-ditch effort to win her back. It was sick and bizarre and what some people do to animals, how they use and abuse them. Love them and leave them. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, and the th- you know what? Some people don't need kids. Some people don't need goddamn animals either. Arpaio's animal crimes detective said they found that Marino, after finally accepting that the relationship was off, had t- turned Wiggles over to animal care and control as a stray. Marino was arrested at his job on Wednesday. Authorities say they found a plastic bag in his pocket containing marijuana. He was booked in the 4th Avenue jail on charges of cruel neglect and possession of marijuana. Guess the race of Mr. Louis Marino. Chat room. Uh, let's see here. Rest up, RIP to your Carol, to your Carol Taco Bell dog, Latino. Oh. Wiggle, 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 white. Run across the border, Mexican. Damn, Paul Pat, Paula Patton, what does it take to get you back, Latino? White, <laughs> white, Latino, Hispanic, bet Joe Arpario couldn't wait to arrest him. It's oh. like, in his papers were not found his papers. In his pockets were not found his papers. Robin Thicke, the correct answer is Latino. You guess Latino. You take Latino, Hispanic, Mexican. Mm -hmm. Some of you guys guess white, though. I'm sorry, but you guessed wrong, sons of guns. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, man. Uh, that is it for this show. We only have one more segment, and that is sword ratchetness. Yep. Um, let me find that article. It was way too long. Um, a man attacked a takeaway delivery driver with samurai sword during a row. What's a row? A fight. Oh. This is one probably comes from across the pond. Okay, because I was like, that, that's, that's normally not common language. A man who attacked a takeaway driver with a samurai sword after a heated row has been, yeah, been jailed for four years. Ryan McCaution struck 63-year-old Peter Brown with the weapon, which was a 26-year-old blade outside of his grandmother's house in Dumbarton, West Dumbartonshire. Mr. Brown suffered serious injuries after the sword sliced into a bone on in his arm. Oh, did you say you old? Is that centimeters or millimeters? Twenty. What? What? You said twenty-six year old blade. Twenty-six inches. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm about to say that's old ass blade. Yeah, my bad. I didn't. My bad. I read that wrong. No problem. He has been left so badly affected that he has been unable to work since the attack last September. Sentencing, McCoshin Judge Lady Ray told him. This was an appalling attack on a man in his 60s who was at least initially going about his business as a delivery driver. Judge Lady Ray, uh, did Lady Ray work for G.I. Joe? <laughs> Lady Ray sounds like a uh, like a new, like one of those uh, porn names. New comic or, book character. A uh, uh, stripper name or some shit. Yes. For World Star. Uh, I accept that there was a heated argument between you and the delivery driver, but after you left the house, you chased after him and struck him with the weapon. You caused him a very serious injury. Lady Ray told McCoshin that, but for his early plea of guilty, she would have jailed him for six years. McCoshin, 26, admitted assaulting Mr. Brown to his permanent disfigurement and impairment. Mr. Brown was working on a ch- for a Chinese takeaway in Dumbarton, Dumbarton at the time of the attack last September. 
He was later called to a deliver to deliver a meal to a property in the town of Ashton View, where McCoshin's grandmother, uh, where he lived with his grandmother. When the driver turned up with the food, the court heard a heated argument soon broke out between McCoshin and Mr. Brown. Prosecutor Mr. Martin McCarry explained Mr. Brown knocked on the door but received no answer. After a few minutes, the door was answered by Mr. McCoshin. An argument then took place over the length of time it had taken for the door to be opened. The father of one paid for the meal before calling Mr. Brown an old bastard. Mr. Brown confronted him about Man, the comment. old bastard. You old bastard. Them um, probably fight words over there. Mr. Brown confronted him about the comment before McCoshin then ran upstairs only to return clutching the samurai sword. He lashed out at the stunned delivery man who was struck in the arm as he tried to defend himself. As the assault continued, Mr. Brown's friend, Mr. Brown's friend, William Toey, grabbed a nearby cell side and charged at McCoshin to try and stop him. Shit. McCoshin's 75-year-old grandmother, Teresa, also came out and hit her grandson in a bid to end the attack. The thug eventually stormed back inside the house, leaving his bleeding victim for dead. Police and ambulance staff soon arrived, and Mr. Brown was rushed to the hospital. Officers arrested Mr. McCoshin after he was found hiding in the loft of the house. The court heard Mr. Brown needed a blood transfusion and vital surgery during the following the brutal attack. Shit! It emerged a bone in his arm had been sliced in two as a result of the of uh, being struck. A couple of thirty six a, a total of thirty seven stables were needed following an operation. He has been badly scarred and has nerve damage, which could be permanent. The court heard he can no longer work as difficulty carrying out simple tasks due to loss of strength in his arm. Defense counsel Ronnie Renucci uh, said the argument was started by a delivery driver who was annoyed at how long Mr. McCoshin took to answer the door. This offense was out of character and is unlikely to be repeated. He has shown appropriate remorse and empathy with the victim in this case. Well, fuck, you attacked me. Mr. Renucci said Mr. McCutcheon was suffering from depression as a result of being attacked in February 2012 and the death of his grandfather. Yeah, okay. Depression don't give you the right to just go attack a dude because he, he got snippy with you. Just don't tip him. That's what the tip is for. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow for Dem Thrones, 5 o'clock, Patrice. Yes. Uh, I just got a text. Justin won't be able to make it, so some of you are happy. Some of you guys I'm are sad. sad. Um, but, uh, we'll be back tomorrow at five, uh, <laughs> wrapping up them thrones. Uh, so be careful who you fall in love with is what I always say. Please do. Um, tweakedaudio.com, TBGWT to get your discounts. Um, until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.